Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, today we're going to tackle a very serious subject, uh, colorectal cancer. You know, because it's so common, it really impacts the lives of every single one of us, either directly or indirectly. Now, today we're going to talk about what you can do. There's going to be some real strategies um, that can help you decrease your risk of getting colorectal cancer and also of improving your outcome if you have it or if you're struggling from it. You know, you don't have to be from Oklahoma to know that vitality takes intentionality. And this is information you're going to want. Colorectal cancer is common globally. Uh, It causes lots of pain, lots of misery, and unfortunately death. So needless to say, it robs your vitality. It uh, shortens your health span. Your vitality spend the time in your life that you feel great. It's known for its high uh, morbidity, and that's that means that it disrupts life. I mean, that's one of the the features of it. And it's also unfortunately known for its high mortality, which is uh, its death rate. Now, colorectal cancer has a complex etiology. In, In other words, lots of different things contribute to the risk of getting this cancer. Now, remember, it's never one thing, no matter what we're talking about. Um, there's there's not a single thing that bites you uh, that causes you to get colorectal cancer. It's not a bur- bird that poops on you that gives you colorectal cancer. There's a lot of different lifestyle factors that have been linked to it. Um, a lot of my patients, I'm seeing lots of patients these days who are who are uh, fighting colorectal cancer, and so many uh, talk about the, that it's genetic. Now, there can be an inherited genetic tendency, but this is, is really very small, according to the literature. Uh, very few of these cancers are actually due to an underlying genetic disorder. It, it's very linked to lifestyle factors. And, and sort of that, and that goes with epigenetics. I talked about epigenetics actually in episode one of Vitality Made Simple. And so a person can have uh, have it in their family, but it's really the lifestyle things that either turn those genes on or turn those genes off. Now it's things like diet, um, what you eat, if you eat plenty of um, of real food fiber, it's very, very linked to uh, linked to obesity. Uh, exercise can decrease your chances of colorectal cancer, uh, and and it's been proven that these lifestyle things actually um, are the are the strongest benefit for any other types of cancer. In other words, when there are things that you do to improve uh, your lifestyle, you're going to really decrease your chances pretty fast. So I want to talk about something that you probably haven't heard about, especially if you haven't listened uh, to my podcast yet. I want to talk about a bacteria called Fusobacterium nucleatum. Now, don't feel bad if you've never heard of this bacteria. 
uh, I'm probably going to call, call it Fuso today. It's uh, Fusobacterium nucleatum or nucleatum. It's pronounced both ways. But there's a lot of physicians who haven't heard about it. I mean, lots and lots of people. It really was just uh, genetically sequenced back in 2013. So it's not that long ago, but it is being researched like crazy all over the world. And I've had people write to me. I talk about it briefly in my TED Talk. So it's a super interesting thing. And I hope to give you hope from this um, this podcast because it, it's a it's a bacteria that you can really do something about. So what is Fusobacterium nucleatum? Now, the This is an oral bacteria. It's a bacteria that every single one of us have in our mouths right now. It might be at low levels or it might be at high levels, and that's what makes the difference. But when it gets at higher levels inside the mouth, it causes a lot of problems there. It's correlated with gum disease, with oral cancer, very, very correlated with halitosis, with bad breath. And it's known as an opportunistic bacteria. That means that at low levels, it might not be causing you any problem. Uh, But as it grows, it can cause different infections depending on the conditions in that area. And I say cause, and cause is a pretty strong word when it comes to bacteria. But Fuso has been shown to be the cause of things. That that word is coming up more and more in the literature. You know, we can also substitute the word correlate. But either way, it makes a big, big difference. Now, um, I talked about Fusobacterium nucleatum in a podcast. Uh, I should have looked it up, but it's it's called the mother-in-law bacteria. I call it the mother-in-law bacteria because uh, it, you know it's it's very common and it doesn't cause problems if it's at low levels. So think about uh, your beloved mother-in-law. I love my love my mother-in-law, and I love to have her come and stay for a few days. Uh, whenever she would stay a little too long or maybe move things around in my kitchen, then it became a problem. And that's sort of how Fusobacterium nucleatum is. Uh, at low levels, it, it's really not a problem. It's when it gets to bigger levels that it becomes a very big problem. At this point, you may be saying, oh, well, who cares, Dr. Debbie? My dentist, my dental hygienist says everything looks good. I don't have Fusobacterium nucleatum overgrowing in my mouth. Well, this is an area where you really have to be thinking for yourself. You have to be a sleuth for yourself. Remember, intentionality is essential for vitality. And you have to advocate for yourself because this this is relatively new um, research in, in the area of, of fuso causing problems in other parts of the body. We know it, we know it does in the mouth, but actually in the mouth, it, it doesn't cause giant problems until uh, till it's really bad. Now, Fuso is an oral bacteria, but it translocates to the intestine. So it starts in the mouth, but it goes to the intestine. The scientists have looked at potential routes uh, for how it gets there. The, the first idea was, will people swallow it and it gets to the intestine? But they've disproven that because it would have to go through the stomach acid and it probably doesn't that probably doesn't happen. What they've found is that it actually gets uh, through to the through to the intestine from the blood. In other words, from bleeding gums. And 
And I talk a lot about bleeding gums because I have seen in my clinical practice of now 37 years that even a little bit of bleeding, uh, while it may not be hurting your teeth much, it's actually having a huge impact on other parts of your body. I am fully convinced that any bit of gum disease, early, early, early gum disease where, you know, your dentist might say, oh, let's watch it, where I used to tell people, oh, you know, not a big deal. It's, you know, that's very normal, actually. Um, although I don't like this, the, the word normal much anymore. But uh, where, where it doesn't seem to be a big deal in the mouth, it probably is a very significant part of inflammation in other parts of your body. So, in, in the, there's research from 2019 that shows that the fusobacterium from the oral cavity matches the identical strain of fusobacterium in colorectal tumors. Now, this is really important because lots and lots of studies are showing this, and there's very much a general consensus that it originates in the oral cavity. So that's really the good news because there's something you can do about it there. You can be proactive at any at any stage. At any stage, you can be proactive. So, you know, they found that uh, fusobacterium can impact multiple stages of colorectal cancer development. You know, in the initial stage, uh, when the tumor's forming, Fuso produces these adhesion proteins, and these adhesion proteins produce virulence factors. In other words, it really promotes the growth of a cancerous tumor. It helps start the tumor. Now, secondly, they found, researchers have found from all over the world that if a tumor develops, then Fuso makes it grow faster. It actually fertilizes the growth of the tumor and causes that tumor to be more invasive in the colon. Now, the third thing they found that it does, it induces a pro-inflammatory environment. We talked a lot about inflammation. Inflammation makes cancer grow. And not only does it produce this pro-inflammatory environment, it also suppresses the host immunity. You know, we are the host and it suppresses our immunity, which is conducive to uh, colorectal cancer progression and uh, invasion. So it it interacts with our immune cells and that leads to lower T cell density. So basically it helps the cancer, it helps form a cancer promoting microenvironment, which promotes colorectal cancer growth and metastasis. So this oral bacteria that you have a lot of control over actually promotes metastasis. It help, it promotes the spread of, of colorectal cancer. Now, if that's not enough, uh, it actually increases the risk of recurrence and of chemotherapy resistance. Now, this is what really uh, just tripped my trigger and got me so excited. And I, I really hope that you'll pass this information on to uh, your loved ones, to your friends, because this is super, super important. Uh, in, in humans, high fusobacterium uh, in the colon is associated with chemo resistance and poor prognosis, prognosis of chemotherapy. In other words, this little bacteria that comes from the mouth can make the chemotherapy not work. So in brief, 
It helps it get, get it started. It helps it grow. It helps it spread. And then it makes it more difficult to treat. This is really serious business. I mean, you know, colorectal cancer is too common. It can steal your vitality and it can steal your life. I'm going to link studies for any of you to easily um, get off of my website. It's going to be under free resources and I'll have a whole uh, colorectal cancer area. There, There are excellent studies where they've tested 5-fluorouracil, which is also called 5-FU. It's a really common chemotherapy that is used in colorectal cancer. And they have proven that uh, it's way less effective if not inactivated by this oral bacteria. So so just go to my website, um, drdebbieosment.com and go to the free resources and you'll find that. I would recommend that you, if you're dealing with this, that you would um, run off these research articles and give them to your oncologist. I've been sending them to different people here in our area in Oklahoma and um, and everybody seems to be pretty surprised about it, but it is a very solid, solid research. And the treatment, and in the research articles it talks about that, is to give the patient a, a round of an antibiotic called uh, metronidazole, which is, the brand name is Flagyl, and that helps get rid of the uh, fusobacterium in the gut. So what else can you do? So number one, you want to keep your mouth as clean as possible. Um, I have you know, a video on my free resources too about just ways to uh, clean your mouth. You know, you hear you hear brush and floss, brush and floss. Well, that's probably not enough. There, you have to actually keep the biofilm in your mouth reduced, and and it's pretty easy when you know how. I mean, everything's pretty easy when you know how, right? So there's just some simple tools. They're not expensive. No matter where you live, you can access ways to keep that biofilm disrupted in your mouth. And so there's a video there to watch. Um, Nothing fancy, just I hope it will help you. Uh, The second thing you can do is, is really just accept that all gum bleeding matters. I think those of us who are so proactive about vitality can think that we're we're sort of bulletproof or that things are never going to uh, bother us. It's always going to be somebody else. But, you know, that's really not true. I, as you, if, as you know, if you're a listener, I was diagnosed with uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, and I'm very proactive about, about my health. And all that diagnosis has done is just made me, you know, really uh, much, much better in a lot of areas. And I'll be talking about a lot of those very soon. The You want to find a dentist who will take the time to notice if your gums bleed and to know that it matters. If they're up on the current research, they're going to know because this research is everywhere. I mean, you can easily uh, do a search for yourself. Just put in fusobacterium nucleatum and colorectal cancer. You're going to it's going to blow your mind. I mean, the mouth really is the forgotten orifice. My TED Talk's called the forgotten orifice, but it really is. It's such a, a basic part of health that we so easily overlook. You know, the damage done in other parts of the body happens way before the damage starts in the teeth. The mouth is the home of like 700 different bacterial species, and there are mostly good ones, but there are some bad ones that get into your bloodstream and cause specific problems other places, as well as um, causing lots of inflammation. So 
you want to do your home care, of course, but you want to make sure you're getting a really good teeth cleaning. When you go to the dentist, uh, demand it. I mean, you're paying for a cleaning. They need to clean uh, below your gums. They need to be checking. They need to tell you where there's any bleeding. Uh, you can feel it. It's not It's not just a polish. It's really something that you're going to know you had your teeth cleaned. It's not going to, it shouldn't hurt a bunch unless you have um, severe gum disease, but you, you want to be well-informed and you want your, your dental office to, um, to explain these things. And hopefully you won't have to be the one that tells them. They should be telling you. Uh, another thing you can do is, is get tested. There's, um, there's a test that I use to test for Fusobacterium nucleatum in the mouth. It's called oral DNA. And so you can go to oral dna.com o-r-a-l-d-n-a.com and they have a provider link so you can find a provider near you and that's a really good way to know if your dental office is up on um, current medical knowledge now if you have a family history of colorectal cancer or have you know chronic gut problems if you have polyps when you go for um, a colonoscopy um if you have diarrhea, constipation, you know, bloating, any of those digestive problems, you might consider getting a stool test that includes uh, testing for Fusobacterium nucleatum. I I like the GI map. I use that for my patients. If I find that they have high oral Fusobacterium, then I follow that up with a GI map to see if if it has colonized yet in their gut. And finally, if you uh, or a loved one's being treated for colorectal cancer, like I said, talk to your doctor about the research. That's easy to find at my website. Um, I'm adding free resources all the time. You can print off the studies and, you know, you've got to be an advocate for your own health. Remember, you're the boss of you and it's your future that that matters. Uh, I want to note that... um, Colorectal cancer is not the only cancer or the only extra oral disease, the only disease outside the mouth that Fusobacterium promotes. It's also associated with breast cancer, with Alzheimer's disease, with pancreatic cancer, with adverse pregnancy outcomes, irritable bowel disease, I mean more. Uh, you know, early signs and symptoms really matter, and you want to get it all checked. Now, this is super important information. It really should be on all the major news outlets. Every time I start doing a research um, dive, I'm just amazed that it's not everywhere on billboards because it affects so many people. There are so many things you can do at every stage uh, to promote your vitality, to increase your health span. You know, I think too many people just really feel hopeless. They feel helpless when it comes to cancer, but that's absolutely not the truth. My goal is to give you hope. Um, You know, this, I think this um, helplessness or this, um, like thinking you don't have a voice is is probably the norm, you know, in our in our world. You just wait and see what your doctor says. But um, although you want integrative care, you want the best of all worlds. And even though this might be the norm, we don't want to be normal. Remember, normal is not usually good. It's defined as the usual or the regular pattern. And in 
it's what's familiar in any society. So you know that that changes a lot when we get new information. And this is new information about Fusobacterium nucleatum. Now consider what normal is in our world. At normal is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated. Normal is overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. You know, unfortunately, a little bit of gum bleeding is normal. So you want to know how that is impacting your uh, your body and your future. Vitality does not need to be confusing. It doesn't need to be expensive. And it doesn't, it sure doesn't need to be no fun. I appreciate that you've joined me for this very serious subject uh, in episode 62. Um, Let's take the stress out of being healthy. Let's all be more proactive. Let's all be more intentional. Uh, We're now in 588 cities and 53 countries. Thanks to you. Uh, Any of you that know me know that I'm a social media loser. And this is all just really organic growth. And I, I thank you so much for that. I thank you for listening. I thank you for sharing and subscribing. Uh, blessings until next time. P.S. Share this information with anybody it can help. If it helps just one person, I it's so worth my time. I really uh, pray that it's been beneficial. That the second thing is I'm uh, going to launch a second podcast, and it's going to be on uh, strategies that each of you can use to um, minimize your chances of, of getting a certain certain cancers and of dealing with any that you might have. So, so stay tuned for that, and thanks again. Bye-bye.